the fourteenth day of the month. Like a city breached without walls is one who lacks self-control. Proverbs 25, verse 28. Athletes exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable one. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 25. Today we consider self-control as a fruit of the Spirit. Self-discipline is not a favorite pursuit for most of us. Self-indulgence is the more popular pursuit, for that is much less work and certainly more fun in the short term. In the verse above from 1 Corinthians, Paul seeks to motivate us by comparing the short and the long view of things. The wreaths of wilting laurel leaves placed upon the heads of winning athletes in ancient times is not to be compared to what James 1.12 calls the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. As a part of your offering to God today, honestly answer these questions. In what part of my life do I have sufficient self-control? In what areas do I need to improve? Am I determined to bring about improvement with the help of God? Opening prayer. God, you call me to ever greater devotion and service. Help me to have under self-control every impulse that distracts me from loving you, every impediment that disrupts my work for you. As a trainer prepares an athlete for the contest, so discipline me that I may grow in strength and endurance and may receive the crown of life from your hand. Shine forth with such beauty that I may willingly accept even your necessary correction of me, that I may value above all your eternal realm and its righteousness. Through Jesus Christ, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Amen. Psalm 119, verses 101 through 108. I watch my step, avoiding the ditches and ruts of evil, so I can spend all my time keeping your word. I never make detours from the route you laid out. You gave me such good directions. Your words are so choice, so tasty. I prefer them to the best home cooking. With your instruction, I understand life. That's why I hate false propaganda. By your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. I've committed myself and never turned back from living by your righteous order. Everything's falling apart on me, God. Put me together again with your word. Adorn me with your finest sayings, God. Teach me your holy rules. From 1 Samuel, chapter 3, verses 1 through 20. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord before Eli, and word from the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were infrequent. It happened at that time as Eli was lying down in his place. Now his eyesight had begun to grow dim, and he could not see well, and the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. That the Lord called Samuel, and he said, Here I am. Then he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he answered, I did not call my son. Lie down again. 
Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor had the word of the Lord yet been revealed to him. So the Lord called Samuel again for the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli discerned that the Lord was calling the boy, and Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Then the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. The Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I am about to do a thing in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. And that day I will carry out against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I am about to judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knew, because his sons brought a curse on themselves, and he did not rebuke them. Therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. So Samuel lay down until morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. But Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he said, Here I am. And he said, What is the word that he spoke to you? Please do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also, if you hide anything from me of all the words that he spoke to you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. Thus Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fail. All Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. From the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 6, verses 12 through 20. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Food is for the stomach, and the stomach is for food, but God will do away with both of them. Yet the body is not for immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. Now God has not only raised the Lord, but also raised us up through his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take away the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? May it never be. Or do you not know that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her? For he says, the two shall become one flesh. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with them. Flee immorality. Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body, but the immoral man sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. From the Gospel according to John, the first chapter, verses 43 through 51. The next day he proposed to go into Galilee, and he found Philip, and Jesus said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, of the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses the law, and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to them, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, 
You are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Prayer for Sunday. God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated to the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.